almost heaven. West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountain, Shenandoah River. Life is old there, older than the trees, younger than the mountain, blowing like a breeze. Country road, take me home to the place I belong. West Virginia, Mountain Mama, take me home. Country roads. <clears throat> Country roads take me home to the place I belong. West Virginia, Mountain Mama.
You understand? 
to try to get me to calm down. I was throwing elbows on nurses and leg diving doctors, Jack. I don't sell Dixie cups down at the K-Store, daddy. All I do is beat people up and be the best at what I am. You're goddamn right. Good Friday morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. I'm in a great mood today. Walk the dumbass dog. He's in a pissy mood. I don't care. It's cold outside, but it is Friday. We have made it. I'm excited just because of the show that we've got in front of us today. Man, oh, man, I could have a stroke today. In the second hour, there's all kinds of shit going on in San Francisco in the trans world we got to talk about. We got to talk about the NFL. We got to do all kinds of shit to get to this morning. We got to wish Charles good luck. Charles, who hasn't been on here in a while, is about to go and try to become a police officer. So uh, uh, good for you, Charles. Thank you. (laughs) Sending very good vibes your way, my friend. So the music this morning. see, See, I started off with the Kingsman version. Of country roads, because that just gets me fucking fired up. When you hear Merlin singing that, knowing before he's about to blow up, shit. And then we played some. So, do you do you realize that the Beastie Boys that album came out in like 1985, and they are still better than every new <laughs> hip hop artist probably in the last 20 years. How bad is that? Hell, aren't like aren't like two thirds of the Beastie Boys de- or one third is, is dead even, and they're still more relevant today than they've ever been. God, today's artists suck. But hey, anyway, let's get going. Let's say uh, some good morning, shall we? First one here is my man, Battleborn in Nebraska says good morning, y'all. Time for some juicy ass. Yes, indeed. Cowboys girl says good morning, ass family. Happy Friday. Christopher says boom. You get it. The end of the Merlin song. Yes, there's Charles. Hangtown Jen is in the house, which means it's learning time. So, what are we learning today? Sorry for the trouble in Chinese. 麻烦你了。麻烦你了。麻烦你了。麻烦你了。麻烦你了。That's sorry for the trouble in Chinese. So, let's, let's try it one more time. Sorry for the trouble in Chinese. 麻烦你了。my Fanny Law. There you go. Educational programming here at ArnieRadio.com. Give me some grants. <laughs> Hang down, Jen says it's colder than it's fucking colder than a witch's tit this morning. Now, I've seen that phrase. I've probably used that phrase a time or two in my 51 years on this earth. What does that phrase mean? Why why do witches have cold titties? Are bras not available to them? Do 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 can't they cast a spell on themselves and go, you know, blitter, bladder, give me some bigger tatters? Can't they do it, you know, with with the eye of a roach? <laughs> and pus from a zit. Here you go, you have a magical tits. I, I mean, I, I don't get it. Is that the one thing they're prohibited from having as witches? Are warm boobs? 
Is there like a meeting of the warlocks and witches? Hear ye, hear ye. Come to order. Uh, war, meeting of warlocks and witches. Witches? Uh, sorry, we all voted. And, uh, well, uh, you got to have cold titties still. I don't know what that means. But, hey, I, I understand some phrase. I'm not coming after you, Jen. I'm coming after whoever came up with that bullshit. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, let's party ass. That will be the plan, hopefully, somehow today. Oh, my lucky start. Oh, the one and only bratty kid is in the house. In the face! In the face! And I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, yes. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. That, I mean, that, I know it. Yeah, and I hope that you have a spectacular day today. B. Coop says, good luck, Charles. You're out in the house. She says, morning, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving to me. I've got full-blown cold, and I'm homesick. Figured I'd listen before I fall into a NyQuil coma. Yeah, yeah, Thanksgiving next week, next Thursday. We will be off Thursday and Friday of next week, but that's okay. You won't miss me. You'll be with your families, and you'll be arguing, and you'll be talking about abortion, and you'll be talking about politics, and you'll be saying stuff that I said to your idiot liberal family. And they're going to storm out of the house because they know that you're 100% right. And then they're going to ask you later, where did you get your info? And you're going to say, I got it from listening to ArnieRadio.com. And they're going to go, Arnie, that stupid fat guy that used to be on the radio in Sacramento. And you're going to say, yeah. And they're going to feel even smaller then. Well, I thought he was just a dumb hick. No, he's not. Have I, have I painted the perfect Norman Rockwell <laughs> Thanksgiving portrait for everybody? Uh, you're out. I hope you feel better. B. Coop says, remember, Charles, cops like their coffee black with a couple shots in it. <laughs> That's good. Firefighters that can't handle the heat become cops. There you go. <laughs> uh, good luck, Charles. Everybody saying, B. Coop, damn, just damn. <laughs> and thank everyone. Uh, well, my fannies looked, uh, looked locked, too. Tiptoes and cold, cause no touching them, cause no one's sucking life out of them. Thus, cold, which is tits, not tiptoes. Okay, all right. Uh, Gold says good morning, y'all. Alicia says morning. Not me. I'm home with my man. Come to a delicious murky. I'm watching football. B coop. I like my cops black. <laughs> Uh, Roy, I, Roy contacted me. He's coming. He's going to be in Dallas for Thanksgiving. I don't know if he's going to the cow. If he's going to the Cowboys game, I can't go with him. But I'd love to see Roy. Oh, and Brady Kid says, "Fuck Taylor Swift." Well, here we go. Here we go. Let's just start it out right now, shall we? The Tennessee Attorney General. The only thing the state has done right in the past, I don't know, since their statehood is looking into the pre-sale problems because Taylor Swift has put a kibosh on her ticket sales. The, the Ticketmaster, I guess I guess it's a bunch of fucking, you know, bubbleheads and fucking chimps running Ticketmaster due to the fact that they didn't think that 14 million people would try to get tickets. Because they were special codes. Hey, dummies. Come here. Come here. 
everybody, you know, these special codes that were sent, supposed to be sent to uh, designated. <laughs> I, I can barely get through this without fucking pissing myself. These designated code for registered fans. These are registered fans, friends. And none of them would ever give out their code to an unregistered fan. Now, would they? I swear to God, the world is getting stupider by the second. Do you not have Netflix? Do you not have any streaming services? Have you never shared your streaming service password with somebody? If you've done that, that's not even nearly as easy as this. So it was supposed to go out to about a million people, and it ended up going out to 14 million people. Um, In the immortal words of Stewie Griffin, I could just play that duh for the rest of the morning over this whole ticket fiasco. As I'm reading the story here, fans who had a special code after registering had exclusive access to buy tickets on Wednesday. And they shared those codes, you morons. What is wrong with you? Pre-sale means better tickets at better prices, okay? Okay. See, look, 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 look here. It don't take no rocket scientist to figure this shit out. <laughs> Y'all are all a bunch of goddamn dummies. And, and I ain't talking about Taylor Swift fans. Not them at all. Swifty Nation, uh, you, you are safe from my fire right now. Except Taylor Swift herself. Her fans, her fans are getting shit on left and right. And there's, there's nothing I can't stand more than when fans of somebody, and I don't give a fuck who it is. You can be a fan of Taylor. You can be a fan of Slip. I don't care. That's what you like. That's important to you. That's what I, hey, I might not like it, but I want you to have a good time. I don't want people to have bad lives. So if you like Taylor Swift and you're a fan of hers, I am speaking for you right now. This is horseshit. This is two things. Two things, and the second thing is just, I don't understand it because she doesn't need it. But the first thing is, they are stupid. Plain and simple. It is just flat out stupid that this happened. Okay? There is, there, is, there is no reasoning for this. These companies have very smart people that work there, and they knew something like this would happen, that people would share their passcodes. And I was trying to do the math last night. She's playing 52 stadiums, uh, 52 different stadiums, so I don't know how many shows she's doing. I know she's doing it. I don't think she's only doing 52 because I know she's doing like five shows in L.A., and they're about to add a third show here in Dallas. So she gets a, let's see, Jerry World over there. Is, for a concert like that, probably about at least 100,000 people will be there. At least. So you got 300,000 people there all paying. I mean, I mean, th- this tour is going to generate gobs and gobs of money. 
But the second thing, and this is the thing I don't understand why they need it. Is this her publicity? Is this, is, is, I, I mean, honestly, because I don't understand how this can happen. This doesn't make sense to me. How is it that an artist who is at the top of her game, like her or not, I don't care for her. I like some of her old songs. Some of her old stuff is pretty good. I'm not going to say she's not talented. She's an uber-talented writer. I mean, but she's never seen a penis close to her mouth. She's the worst lay ever. And that's why she's been dumped so many times. (laughs) She's been dumped more times than the Staten Island Ferry. Um, but this isn't about, well, a little bit is about her, and we'll, we'll get to her here in a minute. But the more I look at this, it just doesn't make sense, because now, I, are all the shows sold out? Like, did they sell out everything? I, I, I don't know. Because they suspended sales, so sales aren't even going on right now. They're supposed to start this morning, at, I think already at 9 o'clock on my time. 10 o'clock East Coast time. Um, and everybody's calling to look into this, you know, the merger of Live Nation and Ticketmaster, and it's kind of an, a monopoly. Yeah, no shit, it's a monopoly. We told you it was going to be a monopoly I- as soon as it happened. They own everything. And they can price tickets based on popularity. That's horseshit. The one thing I will say about Taylor Swift is this. I am, I, I am beyond disappointed to her because she hasn't come out and said one fucking thing. No kind of explanation from her. And sure as shit, no apology yet from her. And this has been going on for, what, three days? You don't do that to your fans. I'm sorry, you just don't do that to your fans. Th- this isn't this isn't 1972 kayfabe mid south wrestling, where where if you're a heel, you're always a heel. So if she's mad at the world, no, you, you no, honey, honey, you're a singer. Everybody loves you. You need to address your fans. You need to apologize to your fans. You and you need to do it, I don't know, two days ago. Good God Almighty. They pause sales because they are selling to a third party first, LOL. Who knows? And, and that's what it's gonna turn out to be. Oh, I told y'all that. <clears throat> I'll tell you exactly what happened. Somebody from the third party, honestly, this this is what happened the most. Because I can see the regular everyday person giving their code, their exclusive code, maybe to a couple people. (coughs) But the math turns out it's like almost 14 people a person. So this is what I think happened. To drive that number to at least 14 people a person... I think somebody gave their code to somebody at the at one of the third party vendors and then they put it on all their bots. Charles, good luck my friend. Godspeed to you, brother. 
Um, <clears throat> and, and that's where all the tickets have gone. Or they at least blocked up all the phone lines. I hope some real fans got tickets to this. Because this is just ridiculous. So I, I'm still waiting on Taylor Swift to come out and say anything. I, I mean anything. Remember how I said we need to go back to wrestling territories for the good old good of wrestling? Same thing with music. Back in the day, musicians usually stayed in the area and rarely broke out nationally. They could be successful, rich, and small-sized fan base was manageable and genuine. The modern global artists couldn't give a flying fuck about their fans so long as the bling comes in. I would have to say... Correct the mundo. Absolutely true. Absolutely 100, 100%. I'm not even thinking about it. You know, and, 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 and look, I can look at that in, in a couple of ways. I can look at that and go, oh, man, for the, for the purity of music and the purity of the art. Like, I, I, was, I always listen to music before the show. I pretty much listen to the exact same songs in a row before every show. It's just the OCD in me. And I realized today that I think my favorite love song of all time, and, and this is no joke. This is a real song. I, I'm not kidding about this. I, I realize that when it comes to, I don't have a lot, I don't like love songs that much, but when I think about it, and this version of it too, probably the greatest love song of all time. I mean, all you gotta do is listen to first, I, you can hear how much this guy loves this woman. So what that there's yodeling in it? Who doesn't like yodeling? Here we go. From this valley, they say you are going. She's leaving and didn't tell him. I shall miss your bright eyes and your smile. He loves her. For you say you were taking the sunshine. Oh. That is bright. Here we go. Here's the best part. So come sit by my side if you love me. If you love me, do not hasten to bid me adieu. But remember the Red River Valley. I mean, that right there, that is a love song. You can have your Diana Rosses. I'll take my Red River Dave McInerney. OCT, you mean CTO? <laughs> Mount Rushmore of fan fuckers. T-Swift, T- Ticketmaster, Firefest, Mia Khalifa, Great White. <laughs> Great White. <laughs> uh, I will keep you up to date on this damn Taylor Swift fabacle, uh, tobacco, whatever the hell it is. And now we, we have to get to... Um, Wow. This administration is shaking in day boots. And, and they're doing everything they can. Yesterday, the Biden administration. The Biden administration requested immunity for the Saudi crown prince in the Khashoggi killing. 
This was a journalist that was beheaded at the behest of a Saudi crown prince. You remember this? We all remember this story, right? We all remember it because Joe Biden came out and said, yeah, I want to get this right. Uh, uh, the Biden administration request for me, da-da-da-da-da-da. Khashoggi. Well, I can't find it now. I can't find the exact quote. Uh, oh, 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 the request is controversial after President Biden promised consequences on his campaign for Saudi officials following the death of Hamal Khashoggi. Well, let me just say real fucking fast. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Wow. Eh, we, we, we're going to request immunity for him, please. Yeah, maybe over that or something called immunity. Is Saudi Arabia an extradition country? I I need to brush up on what countries are non-extradition. As I'm sure the Biden administration and Nancy Pelosi are doing as we speak. I wonder if Joe wants the prince to have immunity to keep him from slowing oil production and raising gas prices. Hmm? Well, it could be that, or it could be he's running from the law. Due to the fact that a the former business advisor or 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 former business partner, I'm sorry, Tony Bobolinsky, who was partners with that China Link company with the Biden members, praised Congress for the new launch of investigations onto the Biden family. And you're going to love the next story. You're going to love the next story so much. Um, uh, This guy says, Americans will be shocked. No, we won't. Uh, No, we don't. We we will not be shocked. We, We will, we will not be shocked. I don't put anything past these th- this family. We know that Hunter is a crack addict. Ha- I don't even know if he stopped. Is he still smoking crack? Is he back on the rock? Yo, man, I'll suck your dick for a rock. Joe is looking more haggard and haggard every day. He just doesn't want to go to prison for the last week of his life. Joe Biden has denied any involvement in Hunter deals. Let me just tell you. Okay, ask family. Here's a question. I'm very interested in this. Will Joe throw Hunter under the bus. He's saying he wasn't he wasn't a part of anything. Do you think he turns and gives the evidence that prosecutors need to throw his own son under the bus?
No involvement in Hunter's business. Yeah, right. And Trump doesn't keep a cent from his charities, right? Oh, and then says, I think Joe will do whatever the DNC tells Joe to do. Yeah. Hunter's favorite song to sing to the kids is Yo Mama is on crack rock. Old fork tongue. Come on, man. Hunter, you better watch your back. One of two things will happen. I mean, I mean, fuck, Hunter could be in a terrible car accident with, with David DePape. Or they both perish. Whoopsie-daisy. Yeah, well, we can't investigate him now. He's dead. I swear to God, how dumb are we as an American society? We are not going to be shocked. And by the way, look, look, and I know I sound like a gigantic Trump supporter here, and I don't mean to. But you got to admit he was right. I mean, that's the funniest part about this, is he was right. He was right from the very first debate. We have it now on the laptop that the mayor of Moscow's wife gave Hunter Biden $3 million. That was in the very first debate. And now it's true. I'm not saying he should be the president. All I'm saying is he was right. By the way, I forgot to do this. We need to do this because I ain't done it in a while. It's t-shirt time? Yeah, you damn right it is. It is 12 It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. It is. Oh, my God. Shut up now. Yes, you shut up. Hey, hey. Today it is the Buddy Christ from, I think, Kevin's one of Kevin Spacey's best movies, uh, Dogma. He's happy. He's scrappy. He's the son of God. Buddy Christ. I love this shirt. Oh, man. Uh, now, now here, here's, here's I, I don't even know. Uh, an M- MSNBC moron named Mahidi Hassan was rightfully ridiculed for claiming that House Democrats never investigated the Trump family. I, I mean... Wait, wait a second. Have you been fucking camels? And yes, I'm stereotyping you because I guess I'm a racist. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> He said that the House Democrats never investigated Trump and his family, even though many congressional investigations of former Trump and his family happened in the four years. Kevin Spacey movie? I don't remember Jay and Silent Bob getting allegedly sexually assaulted. Um, the Mahadidi Hassan show host attacked the investigation into the Biden family because he claimed 
House Democrats didn't do this for the Trump family. And also, he took a swipe at Nancy Pelosi. He says, be as mad as you like about Republicans kicking off day one after winning the House with a massive investigation into Biden family. But also ask yourself, why House Democrats didn't do this for the Trump family? Ask yourself this day on Pelosi retiring, by the way. Is this guy the stupidest guy to work in TV? Swoosh says, oh, but somehow they tried to impeach him three times. Well, they did actually impeach him twice. Oh, dear Lord, we have, we, we have a story about John Fetterman. Oh, dear God, no. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God, what I'm about to say is probably going to be the worst thing I've ever done. John Fetterman's wife (laughs) is getting ridiculed for posting a picture, I guess, on Instagram or something. Oh, on Twitter. And it's his first day in office, and it's her and him, and it looks like he's cropped out. No, that's just him taking a selfie. (laughs) Oh, I am going to go to hell for this guy. The Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. Man, I need more sound bites from this guy. He is going to be absolutely gold. (laughs) I love it. I fucking love it. Uh, usually the Mandela effect app effect and rewriting history takes a decade or two, not just a few months. Bravo for the onions on these jerk-offs to claim Trump and his family weren't investigated. When I when I saw that, I was like, yeah. see, I know I talk a lot like Ross Perot now. I use the word see too much. Um, but see... Back when reporters were supposed to be doing their jobs, a, a statement like that would have gotten you fired pretty much as soon as the broadcast was over. You, you don't say that. Now, now I don't know if this feller has come out and he's rescinded his remarks or said, oh, wait a second, I had a brain fart. How are people like this? This proves to me that journalism isn't real. And I know, I know, I know, I know. know, Stop before ever you, don't break your fingers on the keyboards. I know it hasn't been real for a long time. But this is just more dirt on top of that grave. Oh, God. You know what? Let, Let me just tell you this right now. Douglas, I'm getting that shirt made. I don't know where I'm going to go, but I need that shirt made. Biden Fetterman 2024. I'd rather be kissed by a snag or two jackass. Oh, I would. But that shirt right there. Oh, God. That, that's a comedian's wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can you imagine those two? Oh, God. I think that one of them would be sniffing the other one's butt at some time. Better Biden Fetterman 2024. Douglas, I'm stealing it from you, pal. Well, let's see. I, I, I've got to post it. Biden. <laughs> and I'm stealing your line, too. A no-brainer. Oh, it's already available? Well, I, I'm still putting it up. I don't care. Do they have a patriotic background? Why don't they have a patriotic background? There you go. I'll just post it like that. Um, it is available already. Okay, that's fantastic. Um, <laughs> the Biden Fetterman tagline is what year is it? Uh, I already stole it. Just get a shirt with zucchini and a cucumber. Vegetables 2024. Oh, man. The poster's Fetterman's head cropped off and Joe wandering around and looking to hand to shake. Fetterman. John, Vice President Fetterman. Vice President Fetterman. Oh. I tell you what. You know what? I would do this show. I, 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 will, I, will, I will move to... I, I don't know, the center's, uh, the Las Vegas Boulevard, and I will do this show every day on, of, of my life just ridiculing that presidency. If the American people do that to us, we're over. Oh. Boy, I didn't think it could get worse than Kamala, but it sure as fuck did. <laughs> now, um, since we are having a little bit of fun today, let's go ahead and do this right here. Um, <clears throat> remember the story I told you yesterday uh, about the, um, <clears throat> let's see. Let's see if I can get, oh, investigative tips. Uh, let's see. I'm calling NBC Bay Area because they're the ones that the NBC affiliate that are still going with the Paul Pelosi story. And I just have a couple of questions for them. Uh, and it's not really a crank call to so much. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, wait. No, 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 no. I want six, seven, four, oh, eight. Okay, now, they might not be open. See, because it's what, seven thirty there. Thank you for calling NBC Bay Area KNTV Channel Eleven. Your call is very important to us. Please choose between the following options. If you know your party's extension, you may dial it at any time. Press one for the news department. Press two to leave a tip for our investigative unit or our NBC one. Wait while I transfer your call. 
Diamond Desk. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering, wondering it, has there been a request for the body uh, camera for the Paul Pelosi attack? I, I do not know. Uh, like under the Freedom of Information Act? I mean, because I know that you yeah, guys I, are I running not, with it. I don't it. know the answer to that. Um, you'll, you'll have to call back during the day when, um, when more folks are in the building. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's nobody to ask right now. Okay. But, yeah, I, I can look into it. Thank you. Hey, appreciate it. Have a great day. Yep. See, there you go. See, that's how we get things done here. Now, I can't think that anybody smart enough to work at a TV station in the Bay Area hasn't thought of the Freedom of Information Act yet. Uh, yep, right up there on T Public now. Biden Fetterman, it's a no brainer. Oh, that's so fantastic. See if you can find a soundbite of I'm Joe, Fe I'm John Fetterman, and I approve this message. Oh, let's see if. Oh, God. Oh, we might have some fun here. Oh, oh, hello, YouTube. Hello, my friend. John Fetterman campaign commercials. Oh, oh God. Here's a commercial that's entitled Mean John Fetterman for Senate. John Fetterman. Stumbling around. Fetterman. This is awful. Mr. Fetterman. Yeah? You need any help? I'm running for the U.S. Senate, kid. I need all the help I can get. You're running for Senate? Sure. Where's your suit? And your flag pin. And your hair. Oh, hey, kid. I just want you to know I'd vote for you. Hey, thanks, kid. Kid's like 10. Nah, no. Really? You can have it. Okay. Oh, they've got Fetterman on the Coke bottle. That's the worst commercial I've ever seen. That commercial, I put it up there for you. You have to see this. You have to see this. If this ran in Pennsylvania, Dr. Oz should never go on television ever, ever again. This was like a, a, a high school AV class put this together. Okay, here we go. Oh, John Fetterman and his family. There's a lot of great towns in Pennsylvania that feel like their community's best days were a generation ago. No one deserves to be abandoned. All these communities deserve to be helped. John Fetterman grew up in York, moved to Braddock to start a GED program, a forgotten steel town. When two of his students were gunned down, John ran for mayor to stop the violence. John brought out the best in people. He gave people hope. Five years without a murder. The town of Braddock is celebrating a milestone. Today, people are really starting to have hope. He runs for lieutenant governor, reformed the office, got rid of the LG's mansion, saved taxpayers' dollars. He's a different kind of character, I'll tell you. A Democrat. Yeah, he's a retard. Does the right thing, no matter what. Never taking a single person. Do you know the key to that commercial is the lack of John Fetterman speaking? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I got to see this. I is this a shirt? Go to link. Let's see. Oh, God damn. 
who else would you vote for? That is just so funny. God damn, that is fucking hilarious. I can't believe I didn't think of that first. I am so upset at myself right now, but so enjoying the laughter that is bringing me just to think about that. To watch those commercials and, and see that Dr. Oz does TV. I got to believe that Dr. Oz's campaign ran circles around that. And you let a guy who was spoofing an old Coca-Cola commercial. Hell, I'm talking about when I was like six. He was spoofing a commercial that is over 40 years old. And most people don't get it. And I don't understand what he's walking away from. Like, you know, and and the, the kid's wearing a Steelers jersey already, and he doesn't give the kid anything. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. Oh, God. I would love to see Fetterman and Herschel Walker compete in Jeopardy. Throw in Biden, and it would be a real-life version of an SNL skit. Yeah, the old Mean Joe Green commercial. Oh, Mean Joe Green, he played for the Steelers. I know that's in bed. He's from Texas, though. Leave him alone. I can't see anybody showing up in droves for Dr. Oz, but I can see people showing up in droves to not vote for the fucking city donkey. Aw, I'm John Fetterman. I'm city donkey. Fetterman is proof that Pennsylvanians are the dumbest people in America. Say what you will about California, but the senators are smart people and can speak complete sentences. Ugh. I would have had to hate, I would have hated voting for Dr. Oz. Well, I wouldn't have looked forward to voting for John Fetterman. See, here's the good thing about Oz. Oz is going to at least throw a little bit of a monkey wrench in that Democratic state. Not much, because I know he's mainly a rhino. But John Fetterman is going to allow everything in the world to pass there, and it's just a shame, and, and, and it's a mockery. I'm sorry, it's a mockery. The man has no business being there. He just doesn't. It, it, it's so dumb. So dumb. And, and we're going to see how dumb the rest of the America is, especially in that community. With Chicago mayor, you, you know our, our favorite, Mayor Gollum. Nobody likes you. You're a Um, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot is under fire for a new bad depicting her as cool. Here's the ad. I'll play the, uh, the... Mayor Lori Lightfoot launches a plan creating thousands. Has Lightfoot done anything? Given the mess she was dealt, Lori's delivering. Chicago's number one for corporate expansion and ranked best American city. She even got 5,000 new Google jobs. And she was cool during COVID. thousands of new jobs and a pepperoni told you she delivers 
Mayor Lightfoot delivering pizza, that would scare the bejesus out of me. I would think she's looking for my goddamn precious. <laughs> what has she delivered? Really, really, corporate jobs that are leaving there, like Boeing? Like, 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 like Tyson Foods? Like these two major conglomerates that have already left Chicago? Not to mention the billions of shootings that you have there every weekend. You're doing a good... I'm delivering in more ways than one. Are you really? Crime is out of control in Chicago and you're delivering? Okay. Chicago, it's on you next year. I'm just telling you. Just telling you. Mark my words, people. I am going to be correct on this shit. Pennsylvania is going to to just destroy itself, and I can't wait. And Chicago is already in the process of it. It's all going to happen. I promise you, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Because they did it to themselves. And I don't want to bail them out. I don't want to help them. Fuck you. You reap what you sow. Oh. The only industry she helped is the coffin industry. No shit. Ken Dog says, hot damn, it's Friday. Ask good morning. Good morning, my friend. All the murder helps with slow overpopulation. She delivers death by gunshot. I can't believe she's she's running for mayor again. I mean, this gal has got some fucking balls. Almost as many balls as this fucking idiot, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Boy, if I could kick anybody that I wanted to in the junk right now, it'd be this some bitch, and then the FBI guy is right next to him. He came out, and in front of a Senate subcommittee hearing, this motherfucker said the entire hemisphere is suffering a migration crisis. He said this days after he said the southern border was actually secure. Really? I would like to show me uh, this hemisphere, so the northern hemisphere. So what you're saying is millions upon millions uh, of Americans are migrating to Canada now. What? Wait, 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 what? what? They can't? They can't do that? There's all kind of... Well, 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 where are they migrating to? Is this the Russians running from the thought of having to perform in a war they don't believe in? Is this Syrians that are moving? Oh, oh, it's just the Northern Hemisphere. I see. It's just everything that's happening. How does this guy have a job? He said last week it was secure. He says the entire hemisphere is suffering a migration crisis. We are seeing an unprecedented movement of people from country to country. It's not restricted to the southern border. 
You see, this is what they do. They take this, and they wrap it up, and they say it like that to where you know, some people go, well, yeah, okay. This is what it is. Let me tell you what it is. Movement from people from country to country. You know, like from Guatemala. Up into other part, Costa Rica. And then up into Mexico. And then they all end up at the southern border, you dick face. This guy is literally a talking penis. They put the honorable Alondro, Alejandro Mayorkas in front of him. There's nothing honorable about this guy at all. Yes, this migration is something else. And they all end up here. They don't keep going, stupid. Oh, he does. He really does. He and Jeff Bezos could be twins. Um, see, migration, I, I understand what migration is. That, that's like when animals keep moving and keep moving and keep moving and keep moving and keep moving. These people stop moving. And they stop moving when they get to the good old U.S. of A. It ain't like there are groups of Africans coming up from South Africa, marching their way up and through to get to the Middle East and then try to get to Europe. Millions at a time. Anyway, that's on the Southern Hemisphere, so it's not even happening. Boy, I, I hate everybody that's in charge. The FBI guy, who he couldn't answer a simple question the other day. There, there's a good old boy senator or, or, or representative that I was like, play something. That dude fucking hammered him. He was asking about January 6th. He said, uh, Director, were there any... Undercover, uh, plainclothes officers inside the Capitol on January the 6th. Well, 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 well uh, uh, Congressman, um, I, I can't. And he goes, that's a simple yes or no. And it should have been no. They don't give you answers here. See, I, th- that's why I love these Senate subcommittee meetings, because all they are are the right jerking off the left and the left returning the favor and finger-blasting the right. There you go. I got the ladies involved there. You See, I can offend on every fucking level there is. Because, and, and, and you know, when, when one of these congressman gets upset because they won't answer the question. There's a fucking person with a different letter on their name there to defend the person who's not answering the question. Oh, you can't badger the witness like that. Da, 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 da. Hey, shut up. You know, I, I think this is why I can never get elected to office. Because if I ask that guy that question, and I go, no, sir, it's a simple yes or no question. Did you have plain clothes offices? Yes or no. And he goes around again, I would say, uh, uh, pro Tim in charge, can we have this guy taken to the fucking, the brig? He ain't answering my fucking question. Then somebody starts chirping up, I go, hey, is your time to speak right now? No, it's not, then shut the fuck up. Show some fucking decorum in here. This is a place that we're trying to get shit done. And he is not doing it. He is running around the answer. 
when did we lose our balls? Because I know they can't speak like that in a courtroom. But we used to be able to speak like that. We used to be able to tell these people, answer the fucking question. Don't give me a bunch of malarkey bullshit about, you know, protocol this and, well, we're not asking for their names and social security numbers. All you have to do is say yes or no. The groups that they were involved in, they already know that they were involved in them. Dummy. When Chuck Schumer interrupts Senator States, the response is, shut the fuck up, fat man. This ain't none of your goddamn business. Where is that? Where, where is old Sammy there with that? Let's see. Um, shut the fuck up, fat man. This ain't none of your goddamn business. Oh, I, I, would, I would. Oh, you come after me. I'm just going to tell you. And you motherfuckers need Jesus. Yeah, because I'm going to fucking bring it. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. I'm super fly TNT. I'm the guns of the Navarone. Mm-hmm. Goddamn right. And if I start to stand up and say this. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous. Just leave. Just leave immediately. Because death is following me. Yeah, if I start saying, hey, you want to see the title, or I start sounding like Samuel L. Jackson, you might want to just leave the area around me. My, 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 my inner, uh, my inner uh, bad dude is coming out. Some fool's about to get Kennedy. Amen to that. Um, all right. In great news received yesterday in the courthouse... And no surprise to me, and I'm so happy about this. This scumbag piece of excrement, Daryl Brooks, got his sentencing, and he received six consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. Then he was awarded, I believe, 17 and a half years for every person he ran down, which was uh, 700 years, which I believe he's eligible for parole after 20 of that. But the problem is he has to say he has to, to live and die six times for that to even maybe even happen. This guy had. Uh, I'll just say that I, I wish they would have given him the death penalty. I don't know why they didn't give it. I don't know. Do they not have the death penalty there? I'm, I'm not sure why it wasn't. Um, don't care. I mean, it, Wisconsin, whatever. You don't want to have the death penalty. That's great. Um, he made a mockery of the court. There was no way he wasn't going to get prosecuted. And the more he made a mockery, I, I think that's the problem with this idiot. And, and, and by the way, good. Good, because this goes with a story. A guy from Canada, this Canadian guy is doing this too. This guy just wants to go to jail. That's all he wants to do. He, he's just, and he's going to jail. He's gonna. Hey man, he's got uh, three hots and a cot, cable TV. Probably get a GED. Maybe he'll learn the law because he defended himself like a moron. 
But they have this thing in Canada. I didn't know they had this in Canada. I'm, uh, oh, where did I have this story? Where is this guy at? Uh, huh. Let's see. Hold on. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, yes. Oh, don't worry. I haven't forgotten. Oh, here we go. I haven't forgotten. The, the trans stuff that I might stroke out to is coming up next in the next break, I promise. A Canadian man facing eviction from social housing has been accepted into the country's legal euthanasia program after deciding he would rather die than be homeless. Ogre, we might have to become Canadians. Amir Farisout, 54, applied for Canada's controversial Medical Assisted in Dying program. It's called MAID. Um, after the house he lives in was put on the market, he lives with debilitating, untreatable back pain, which allowed him to qualify. It wasn't his pain that drove his decision, but rather his prospects of homelessness after Canada's social services failed to provide him support. He received one of the two doctor's signatures required to be accepted and is expected to be euthanized later this month. Now, but, but then he didn't follow through. Come on, man. The story went viral and some asshole set up a GoFundMe page where $60,000 was put in there and the cash, the cash was enough for him to change his mind. I'm singing for Jesus. Jalapeno. Know why they let that nonsense go on for weeks? Mm -hmm. Because they wanted to distract the sheep. (laughs) 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 Our pastor kicked Democrats out of church. (laughs) Take this microphone and bust you in the mouth with it in the name of God. I said it. I said I said it. Now McDonald's talking about witches. Give them out tarot cards and happy meals. That is full-blown witchcraft. It's witchcraft. CNN can eat my dirty sock. And lo and behold, that wasn't a coinky dink. That was the providence of God. Ah, euthanizing the homeless. Oh, God, oh, God. Oh, yes, pew. <laughs> But instead, he decided he's going to take the $60,000, buy all the hooch and crack that he can, and be back out on the streets. I'm feeling a little suicidal. I think $500,000 should change my feelings, though, right? I mean, that's what it turns out to be. Good Christ Almighty. And hey, great job. Great job to the NFL for pussying up the world even more. There is going to be a thunder snowstorm. That's right, thunder snow. Tonight, today, tomorrow in Buffalo. The life-threatening storm could bury the New York upstate region into three to six feet of snow. As the governor has already declared a state of emergency. And I'm upset because they have now moved the Bills game with the Browns to Detroit. 
I saw uh, Dave Portnoy go on a rant about this, and he couldn't be more right. What has happened to the toughness of our world? You don't think the people in Buffalo know how to handle a blizzard? You don't think the fans of Buffalo would love that environment? We've all seen the stadium in Buffalo. It's not the biggest stadium in the NFL, but when they when they push up all the snow up onto the sides, it's an amazing look. The NFL could have honestly had a week, a game that was kind of like the 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 major league game, the uh, the uh, the Iowa game where they come out of the the cornfields. That's kind of what this could have been for the NFL. And the NFL has taken a lot of shots and a lot of black eyes lately. It wouldn't have been too bad to have something like this. But, uh, of course, the weather's too bad. The world is dangerous. Man, Buffalo people know how to get around in the snow. It ain't like it snowed in Dallas. People in Dallas would be dying in six feet of snow. I would say probably about 80% of the population of Dallas would die if we got six feet of snow. They couldn't play it in Jersey, flex it to Monday, right? I mean, it's such a... You pussified everything in the world. Come on, Northeasterners. Look, when it comes to dealing with heat, we all know Southerners are the best. When it comes to dealing with snow and that kind of shit, you got your Northeasterners. They know that shit. It is their playbook. They don't deal with the 115 degrees like we do, and we don't deal with the 18 feet of snow like they do. It's a trade-off we have. Couldn't they play it in Cleveland? I mean, I, right? Uh, hello? I think the reason why they do it like this, I, I guess Detroit is the closest alternative. I, I, I don't know. I, I, Ogre, I, I, guys, I don't know. I don't know why. I didn't, I didn't read into the story. I just heard it this morning. And maybe it's an easier trip for season ticket holders of the Bills to make it to that stadium rather than Cleveland or anything like that. I... Hey, let's see if my ESPN works today on this computer. Lo and behold, hell yes, it does. That's great. Super. Glad you're working today, dicks. Uh, NFL moves Browns, Bills to Detroit. Let's see why. Due to winter storm, uh, the game remains. Yeah, I don't know why they're not playing it in Cleveland. Uh, let's see. Uh, wind gusts are expected to make traveling more difficult. It's not expected to be snowing during the actual time the game is scheduled to take place. Uh, let's see. Mm. Team is planning to use the visitor's side of everything in Ford Field so that it's the same when they return for the game four days later. Oh, that's why, I guess. So they're going to just stay there. Bills are just going to stay. It's Okay, that's why they're doing it. That's why they're doing it so the team can just stay in, in, uh, in, in Detroit because they play Detroit next week. Are they not even next week? They play Detroit on Thanksgiving. 
So that's why they're doing it there. Okay, now it, it makes a little bit more sense to me then. Now that, 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 I can understand that. Tell them to go watch an old game from the 60s or 70s. They played in snow, rain, lightning, fucking pussies. I remember the game where the New England Patriots, Ron Meyer, the head coach, brought a, a, a little, like, little fucking tractor, you know, like a little John Deere, and it had a little snow plow on the front of it. And he plowed out the field right where the guy was kicking the ball to take the snow off that. And they allowed that to happen. Not in today's game, though. Today's game is much more sophisticated. Oh, we're not going to play like we're barbarians, no. We're going to play this game like we're gentlemen because we're trying to take it to Europe to become more European because we are all one world. <sighs> all right. 775-357-FANS is number. Arnie Radio one at gmail.com is where you can write the show. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, about to have a stroke. Next break, I promise, uh, here at ArnieRadio.com. Like a darn fool, that's what I'ma do in the day. 
this is a long night Cause I've never felt one so right Each look into your eyes and fall in A little more and more Looks like we started us a fire Wrapped up in flames of desire With every touch that burning higher Two shadows dancing on the wall Sleep here in the moonlight Entangled sheets will be here all night And when we wake up in the morning We might stay like this all day Two people meant to be together Two lovers dreaming of forever And it just keeps on getting Settling down after reading some of this. Welcome back to the show. This is the Arnie Stage Show. Thank you for being here. Real easy to get to. Go to ArnieRadio.com. Click Listen Live. Bam, you're there. You can join $2.99 a month. Real easy to do. All right. I'm going to read this. As this girl says this, I, I, I can't wait to see what your thoughts about this. And then the next story is something that Alicia sent me yesterday 
that has completely just it. <clears throat> As a girl, I was taught to respect the privacy of my body and to speak up if I felt unsafe, if something made me feel uncomfortable. Now I'm 14 and shocked to learn not all adults take you seriously when you say you don't feel safe or comfortable. In fact, they even may punish you for speaking out. That's what happened to me when I said I didn't think a teenage male should be allowed in the girls' locker room where my teammates and I undress and change. I'm a private person when it comes to my body, even in the safety and comfort of my home. But at school, apparently there's no problem with a male student freely watching us girls change our clothes. It was a conversation I had with some peers in French class that landed me in trouble with the officials at Randolph Union High School in Vermont. Someone overheard me telling my friends that a dude doesn't belong in the girls' locker room, and they reported me to the principals, even though the male student didn't hear me and wasn't even in the classroom. That's what the girl says. Now the story continues. The controversy didn't start in French class. It started when the school allowed a male who identified as a girls to compete on the girls' volleyball team. Back to the girls' perspective. When the male student entered our locker room, we were changing. Some of us didn't have a shirt on. Others of us were only in our underwear. Naturally, some of us were uncomfortable and asked the student to leave, but we were ignored. It's a 14-year-old girl. I was upset after the incident and called my mom to tell me about it. She and several other parents called the school administrators to express concerns about the male student being in the girls' locker room. Not only did school officials make no attempt to provide us with any support or a workable solution, they made me the bad guy for saying that a teenage male student shouldn't be allowed to watch girls undress. Shouldn't every girl be taught to speak out to protect herself from situations where she hasn't given consent and be listened to by those in a position to help? If something feels off, trust your gut. Not at my high school. If you don't comply with the school's preferred gender identity policy, you're the bad guy. For expressing true uh, common sense biological facts, boys and girls are different and must respect each other's body privacy. I was punished. School began an investigation into the comments I made in my class and banned our entire girls' volleyball team from using the girls' locker room. The principals notified me that I was found guilty of harassment and bullying of a student on the basis of a targeted student gender's identity. As punishment, school officials told me I must take a part in a restorative justice circle with the... (laughs) Equity coordinators submit a reflective essay and serve out in school suspension.
So with the legal assistance of Defending Freedom, I sued the co-principals. On the same day that we filed suit, the superintendent rescinded the disciplinary actions against me. But I wasn't the only one to experience retaliation for starting a simple truth and wanting to be safe. My dad, Travis, was suspended from his coaching job for standing up for me. He expressed his views on Facebook posts calling out injustice of the male student being allowed in our locker room and watched my teammates and I undress. He got a free show. They got violated, my dad wrote. And he was suspended from his position as a middle school girl soccer coach. So my dad joined the lawsuit challenging the school's unjust retaliation against us for speaking freely, for speaking truth. Instead of sticking up for the safety and privacy of girls, the school administrators are sticking to the preferred view of gender identity and will unfairly target anyone who dares to think differently. The school must respect my dad and my free speech rights to express common sense views that students in may- as a student is a male and shouldn't be allowed in the girls' locker room. So, what do you think? They kicked her out of school for saying she doesn't want to change in front of a 15-year-old person that doesn't know what's going on with their body right now. Maybe. Did we not learn as a society last year in Virginia that the high school age group to change this gender is probably not a great idea due to the fact that some of these kids are full of so many hormones that are raging out of their mind, they don't know what they're going to do. Now, I'm not saying hormones cause that boy to rape that girl at that school. That No, no, not at all. I'm not giving him an out whatsoever. But what I'm saying is these kids don't know what's going on. This girl doesn't like to change in front of people. And here is now a boy she's changing in front of. What she sees as a boy, because he's still a boy. He still has a, a cock and balls. What happens when he undresses in there? And the cock and balls come out. Um, let's see. Uh, I would raise hell for my daughter. That's when somebody gets punched in, in, the, in their girl penis. Man, I was never allowed in the girls' locker room in high school. Now, see, I, what we know now, this story keeps getting dumber and dumber. It, it does. It truly does. Um, no, uh, I would not have any of that. Alicia says, this poor girl, I'm so angry this happens. I read on Twitter that all Gen X and first millennials are at fault for women being afraid uh, of touch because of snapping bras and flip-up Fridays in elementary school. They blamed all men. That, that, doesn't, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't boggle my mind. Oh, they're suing the school, and they're suing the school district. Like the confused individual has more rights than the girls at the school. It, it's true. It, it's the world that we live in, people, and we've allowed this to happen. We've allowed it. It's out of guilt. 
Oh, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna break this shit down because the next story that Alicia sent me is even dumber. See, Nasty says, I'm just so happy I had a boy who knows he's a boy and I don't have to directly worry about this complete bullshit. I, to this day, still don't get this. I said it last week, and I'll, I will die for this. I won't say all transgenders this way, but I will say a vast majority This is about attention. Pure and simple. I'm not saying all of them. I'm not saying all of them at all. But I would say that a vast majority of these trans people are doing this for attention. I think in a lot of these cases, it is a natural cry for help and nobody is listening. I don't know what they're crying for, what what attention they need. I I don't know if they need mommy or daddy to hug them more. I don't know if they need to come out and say, hey, I'm gay. I like boys, but I need to be in a girl's body to do so. No, you don't have to do that. Look, look, gay people are accepted. We've moved. We've come a long way, baby. I know. I just stole that from women. Just watching Euphoria solidifies my decision. I'm happy I didn't have kids. Amen to that. Holy shit. Well, if kids act like that today, fuck. I feel like, honestly, if today's parties are like the TV show Euphoria, I was living like in the roaring 20s. We didn't do shit compared to what these kids are doing. Dear God, the shirtless dudes alone. I mean, I don't even remember going to a... The only party that I remember a bunch of shirtless dudes at... It is a toga party. Uh, okay, Stephanie just sent me a mixer, signed me out, but I wanted to say I'm so confused on this. The reaction to, is so extreme when there's clear and simple fixes to the issue. People who are comfortable with it, change at this time. People who aren't, change at this time. Or, or trans kid, go change 10 minutes before the rest of the team. Or, hey, make it last period of the day so no one has to change. Why are we not trying to get along? Now, now see, see, Steph? I appreciate that. That there there are fixes around this. You remember the movie? Um, I, I was an extra in this movie because I, I am, you know, big time. Um, Necessary roughness with Scott Bakula. It was it was Scott Bakula's foray into the big screen. <laughs> Robert Deloja was in it. Um, uh, uh, Jason Bateman was in it. And Kathy Ireland was in it. Kathy Ireland played the role of a kicker. This is about a terrible football team, the University of North Texas, and that's where it was. But they called them, you know, the Texas Armadillos or whatever because, well, stereotypes are there for a reason. And they have a scene where the, the guys are all in the locker room, and then Lucy, the kicker, needs, she needs to shower. So everybody leaves the locker room. Hey, how about we do that? I, that that's a great solution. Look, look, there could be a solution to this. 
You don't suspend the girl who says she feels uncomfortable. Wow, that girl's going to trust authority later down the line in, in life. And Sinbad, thank you, Swoosh. Hello, Christopher. Hey, my name's Christopher. Hey, what's up? Ultimately, with this philosophy, if you if you follow it to its ultimate endpoint, are we are we just moving towards co-ed everything, co-ed showers, co-ed bathrooms, like Starship Troopers? I would say probably. I mean, possibly, but I don't think it'll ever get that far. I, I don't think it'll ever get that far due to the fact that. I know that the founding fathers were not Christian, and they didn't found this country on Christian morals. But Christian morals are believed to have taken over this country in a lot of ways. And there's a lot of people that believe in that and believe that women and men should not be changing together, especially in high school. What I, the way I see it is if, if you tell them their ultimate, it, it can't happen. That's, that's why it needs to stop. Yeah, I mean, well, it's it's stupid. I mean, this whole thing, Christopher, is just a, a a play in stupidity because people don't get enough attention. People don't get enough attention, so they have to do things to stand out. And look, if I'm crushing someone's soul right now, that's not my purpose is to crush a soul saying that. It's what no. I believe. No, 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 no. And, and you're not wrong. See, there's plenty of people out there that genuinely have these uh you know their 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 brain isn't wired up properly but there's plenty of people out there also that's why we're getting this whole movement of people that are untrained oh the the unfrans movement is, is I, I i'm enjoying watching this more than almost well not anywhere near Chuck E. cheese fights but i'm i'm loving watching this unravel to see the trans people turn on the trans people that untrans themselves wouldn't yeah, they be that, like that, the that, ultimate that, transformer that they've transformed into one and then they re-transformed in the other? Are those people just jealous because they can't do that? I don't know. I don't know. But but the untransition movement basically confirms everything you're saying. Oh, I, oh, I, I, I'm aware. I, I mean, th this to me is the stupidity of our country that we have educators going, oh, God, we have to protect this trans student. You can protect the trans student without punishing the girl. There are yeah, ways also, to do that. Also, also the way the way rights are supposed to work is that your rights extend up to the point where they interfere with other people's rights. As long as you do not infringe on another person's rights, I don't give a fuck what you do in this country. Yeah, and this little this this young kid's got a right to to her own body. And these people are allowing this other kid's rights to interfere on hers. Okay. That's why this whole thing is broken. Okay, Christopher, let me play devil's advocate here because you walked into a great road right there. Yeah. Um, the, the trans side would come out and say, well, if this girl has such a problem that she even has a problem changing at home, why is she a part of this team? If she has such a problem changing, she knows that she has to change in public and she's so, this is on her. What would yeah, you say? No, that, that is a great devil's advocate argument, argument, but it's just, I mean, you know that that is just absolutely wrong, and it's just 
Oh my God! Oh, it, it, it's a horseshit argument. I, I mean, it's, it, 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 yeah, it's but weak. That's the exact argument they would make. That's oh, the oh, exact oh. argument they would make. I know. I this is why this is why I'm not on Spotify is because I make more sense than anybody else in the fucking world. Yeah. All right, buddy. I gotta get back to work. All right, pal. See ya. see ya. Get those kids to school safe and dodge them bullets. But that's all this is. Uh, did Kathy Ireland <laughs> check you out while filming and become smitten? No. No, we were, we were up in the stands. I uh, don't know how TikTok. Uh, so this link to Twitter, oh, my God, couldn't wait till this morning. Okay, this, I, I can't open this Twitter link. I can't open it. Ken Dog, can you, can, you, uh, can you put that link up on the, uh, the Mixler board that you just uh, texted me? Or yesterday that you texted me? Sorry. I'm just now seeing your text. I apologize. Now, 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 now we're going to take it even further. Okay, so I, I'll keep an eye on this story to see how the lawsuit unfolds. It's funny that that the the school superintendent has dropped all the charges against her. It's funny. I'm sure the locker room has an area that she can change in private so she doesn't feel so scared about changing in front of people. When I was in high school, there was. I hated changing in front of the girls, so I would change there. There you go. And you tell her that. You tell her that, and maybe you tell the trans person to change over there, too. Dude, Whitney is rolling in her grave. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what this link is here. Oh, Jesus, I've seen this. This is so bad. This is the worst thing I've ever seen on the internet because I laughed my ass off. So, ass family, I share with you the Brazilian deaf mute trans woman who's singing Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. Brazilian deaf mute trans woman sings Whitney Houston. I will always love you. And the movie's in the background. How do you fucking applaud that? 
One of the judges is wiping tears from his eyes. I saw that as well yesterday. I sent it to my buddy Dan, and we were just both speechless. I didn't even think about but I didn't know if I could, like, just, oh, my God. What the fuck was that? Your reactions are fucking priceless. Let's see. Oh, there's a ton of them. Um, oh, my fucking God. Ogre says, is that a retarded wolf? Sounds like my dog when he hears sirens. Tell that dog to, dog to stop hollering so we can hear the singing. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's huskies. Two things. I just spit juice and my dogs are going crazy. All right, we got a spit take today. I thought it was a dog. What the fuck was that? That was a, a Brazilian deaf trans woman singing Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. If she's deaf and mute, how did she even know where to start? Chris was laughing. What the fuck am I listening to? At least I sound better than that on the phone with Arnie. <laughs> This isn't singing. It's a secret microphone recording of dogs being neutered. Fucking A, turn it off. My 125 pup is stomping and barking. <laughs> Fuck, Arnie, please stop this. Even the retarded Arnie kid is going, shut up, dummy. Is <laughs> that Fetterman singing? Oh, my God. That is so fantastic. Oh. A blind, and it was on a TV show. It was on like a blind, deaf, like one of those talent shows because it had judges around there. Oh my God. That right there will further the trans movement, I promise you. Now, um, this is so delicious. The city of San Francisco. Let, let me read you the story first. Hold on one second here. Um, God, this is such a dumb story. This is the dumbest. This is so stupid. San Francisco, shocking, launches transgender guaranteed income program. Mayor London Breed, moron, announced the launch of a new guaranteed income program for the city's trans community. It will provide low-income transgender San Franciscans with $1,200 a month for up to 18 months to help address financial insecurities with the trans communities. It's the first program of its kind. Now, here's the fun part. The fun part is the application. And we're going to go through it. Oh, yes, we are. Lion Mutant Community Health, the transgender district. Demographic, trans status. Are you transgender, non-binary, gender non-conforming, intersex, none of the above? Then pronouns. Here we go. Boy, this is going to fucking be ghastly. She, her, hers, he, him, his, they, them, theirs, it, it, its, you can't call them its, co, co, co's, 
Z Zims this. Z here hears. Z Zims ears, but that's spelled with X's. I am heirs. I E M ears. Per per purs. Fa far fears. I, I'm not making this up. No pronouns, just a name, decline, not listed. Gender identity, check all that apply. Cisgender woman, woman, transgender woman, woman of trans experience, woman with a history of gender transition, trans feminine, feminine male center, male to female, dem girl, t girl, trans girl, sister girl, cisgender man, man, transgender man. Man of trans experience, man with a history of gender transition, transmasculine, masculine of center, female to male, demi-boy, t-boy, trans guy, brother boy, trans, transgender, transsexual, non-binary, gender queer, odd gender, xenogender, femme, femme, butch, boy, with an I, stud. That's how I identify as a stud. <laughs> Aggressive, androgynous. Tomboy, gender outlaw, gender nonconforming, gender variant, gender fluid, gender fluid, bi-gender, multi-gender, pan-gender, gender creative, gender expansive, third gender, notorious, omnigender, polygender, gray gender. That sounds like a T. Intergender, Marvelique, non-gender, two-spirit, hierarchy, authority, mooks, Kenneth, Zanath, Z- X-gender, MTX, FTX, Bacala, Mahua. Pahafavi, Warrior, Palamania, Astamania. Are we in fucking Wakanda now? What the hell? Titawina, Baxa, Biscuit, Kalabali, Bakalali. Are they speaking Klingon? Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? You have to fill that out. I swear to God. Hey, Kim Jong-un, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a couple pair of blue jeans. Um, I'll buy your country a couple bags of potatoes. Just have one of those, you know, one of those missiles accidentally, whoops-a-daisy, go offline, maybe hit San Francisco. Yes, I'm calling for a missile strike against San Francisco immediately, North Korea. And see, then we can, because nothing will probably happen to you for doing that. Joe Biden's not going to do anything. Uh, Let's see what you think about that. Uh, What the fuck does Z stand for? (laughs) Only this is a... What the fuck will $1,200 do in San Francisco? Yeah, it'll buy you drugs. That's about it. The list of pronouns sounds like a lyric sheet of that Brazilian mutant we just suffered through. I'm lost and feel like you're uh, suddenly dealing with the Dr. Seuss book of gender identities. Jesus Christ, that form going to be huge. Remember when asked sex on form, we put yes, man. Yes, please. Man, those were the good old days, yeah? Wait, wait, wait. Cisgender man is a normal man. How do they qualify for a transmonies? Failure. Make sure you brush every day to avoid gender vitis. Can I just claim to be a trans man and get paid? Maybe. I don't know. Working in HR at UNR, I have training on all of this. 
It's so hard for me not to just say he or she. Uh, <laughs> there is a lot. Oh, God, I'm seeing it. I'll tuck it under occasionally to have a mangina. Maybe at this time in Arab countries, they're shouting out the pronouns when they go, la, 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 Arab companies. Every, uh, you're out, just call everyone dude. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, sport. You motherfuckers think I'm still kidding when I want a meteor to swipe us out. Still think it's a joke? Nope. I identify as a sexual tyrannosaurus. Then you are Jesse the Body Ventura, my friend. Where the hell is that? Is that in the newest drops? Oh, oh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Maybe it's in drops. There we go. Bunch of slap-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me. Battleborn's also... Oh, I'll help you pay for that strike, Arnie. <laughs> Blue jeans and potatoes. I bet Whore Island is looking more and more appealing right about now, huh? How long until someone identified as a god and you must worship them or cause offense? Um, uh, wait, 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 hold on a second here now. Um, if that is the case, then I identified as a god a long time ago. I didn't even do it. People, they, they, they promoted me to God status. At a Monday Nitro, when the sign came up, Arnie is God. And that's where the AIG movement was. Yes, you will suffer consequences if you do not worship me. And you guys, when all Indian store owners call people boss or my friend, we're just ahead of the times. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's good. That is so good. God, we are such a dumb society. And hey, California, you're not gonna like this. California is warning that the state budget will plunge $25 billion into the red in 2023. This just months after California boasted of a $100 billion surplus boosted by a $50 billion tax haul. And they've lost it all already. Oh, the nonpartisan, which I don't believe that's a thing, legislative analysis office predicts that the state is headed for its weakest performance since the Great Recession. The high tax state collected some $55 billion more than anticipated over the last two years, leading to a $100 billion surplus that has since evaporated. Significant declines in income tax revenues due to inflation and a weakened economy led to a predictable deficit. Could it be the fact of all the people leaving? 
Could it be your wasteful spending on a train that nobody wants? On a train that is absolutely, positively the stupidest idea I've ever seen. It runs from what? The Bay Area to Fresno? So stupid. Not to mention every social program you have, and one we just talked about in San Francisco, where you're giving people who don't know what fucking bathroom to use $1,200 a month for their confusion. And the guy who blew all that money, you just rehired him. Now, the good news is he's probably only going to really, really be in office for two years because he's going to be busy trying to run for president here very, very soon. So you're not going to get to see him as much as you. Well, you'll see him a lot, because, but he'll be running for president. He'll be talking about how he's going to ruin the rest of the country like he's ruined California. I can't wait until we see President Newsom come out and address the country and try to make it a law in every state that homeless people can use the bathroom on the street if they need to. Ooh, maybe he'll pose a constitutional amendment to that. Uh, it was leftover bits from the Trump economy finally petering out. Remember, the economy was booming, kids. Say hello to Brandonomics. Oh, it, it it's going to be awful. I'm just telling you. But hey, hey, that's okay. They'll just tax you more. You don't worry. The, the, the government of California will get that surplus back, and it's thanks to you, the good people of California. Let's see. They'll get it back through higher taxes, of course. Um, maybe, maybe uh, higher tolls on the toll roads in Southern California. Maybe it uh, oh, also in San Francisco, the toll roads they have there. Um, car registration. <laughs> when we got our new truck, the car registration was like seven hundred dollars. And the next year it was going to be like $600, but we moved to Texas. Yeah, it was like 70 That's right. I said 7-0. That was it. New gas tax? Oh, absolutely. Let's see. We'll, we'll put a higher tax on liquor and, uh, and, and tobacco, whatever tobacco we allow, which isn't much. Gas could be $10 a gallon by next summer. You're absolutely right, swoosh. Because they got to get that surplus back. And that's the only way they can do it. I mean, there's other ways to do it. There's ways to do it the right way, and then there's ways California's going to do it. And each way that California is going to do it is going to hurt your bottom line. But... California elected him, and I'm not going to be polite and, and, 
And just because I lived in California, and I know a lot of people in California, you reap what you sow. California elected Gavin Newsom again after letting this all happen. Just as much as Pennsylvania elected a fucking babbling retard as a state senator, or a senator for the state. $7 a soda? Sure. Movie theater prices going up? Sure. Anything they, oh, oh, room rates, hotel rooms. See, I learned this the hard way when I went to Sacramento last year for my birthday show. Sacramento room rates are ridiculous. Those are going to go up, too, because there will be more taxes on that. It's going to be awesome to watch. Enjoy it. I I can't yell enough anymore about racism being racism is racism. University of Santa Barbara, the Black Student Union, held a free Black Panther Wakanda Forever screening. And asked white students not to attend. The screening event was described as a black-centered activity curated to support and affirm black people and black joy. School's media relations department denied that Wednesday's event was exclusive and said no student is precluded from registering or attending. There have been a number of segregated or racially uh, friendly events revolving around the movie's release on college campus. Remember, we were also told that if you went to opening weekend, you were a racist. I did not go to opening weekend because, well, I think this is a stupid movie that didn't need to be made just quite yet, but everybody was clamoring for it. Um, Your star died. I know it was a big weekend, and, I, and I'm not trying to put it down because I'm being racist here. I, I, I'm just telling the truth. I saw what Christopher wrote. He gave it a 4 out of 10. The, the first Black Panther was a fun movie. It, I mean, it was a roller coaster ride of a movie. It was, it, I, I would, it, it was a decent comic book movie. I'll, I'll even say it was a good comic book movie. But when your main star dies... And you're not Batman. The franchise, unless you were to maybe somehow get Michael B. Jordan to come back to life. But, yeah. And and, and I'm glad that these blacks... First of all, if it's at the Black Student Union, I'm not going to be there ever. I don't know if they put up a sign that says white students not attend. If they do that, you can't do that. But but I look at this and I go, putting a sign up saying no whites allowed, that, 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 that's going too far. But do you need to? Come on, we have we all... It, Everybody that's been to college, you know whether there's a black student union. How many of you ever went there and hung out? 
I never did. For one simple fact. I'm not black. To exclude other races kind of diminishes the purpose of promoting black pride. You're not getting the word out. You're not letting all empower you as people and share your movement. You're having a special party for only people who look like you. That's not prideful or empowering at all. No, but that is the narrative because they think it is. They think they're, they're empowering themselves to keep the, the white man out. Yeah, yeah, one would think there would be educators there, but there's not. The educators are all this woke bullshit, too, that the white man is evil. That's all you need to know. The white man is evil. That can answer every question of injustice in this country. It was a white man's fault. <laughs> not gay ass guy. I only was in the A right now. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking into it. Black Panther did not appear in the movie, Arnie. Instead, we got Woke Panther and she, her, Iron Woman. Jesus. You know, comic. You know why comics were so great as kids? Because the comic books were written for kids. And they, they truly at one time were written for kids. I'm not talking about dramatic, you know, the, the dark novels and all that kind of stuff. I'm talking about actual comic books. They were written for kids. Older people read them. And do you know why older people read them? Because the writing was so good. Comic books were popular for kids because the writers did not write down to children. I look back at comic books and all the big words they would use in there, fucking, you know, and you learn these words. Maybe maybe you look them up, maybe you don't, but but it was something that was used, and, and, and that's why we loved comic books so much is because at least the fine people at DC and Marvel didn't treat us like kids. The problem, though, is, is that we still needed to be treated like kids because we were kids. This was our this was our our foray into adulthood. Graphic novels, that's what I was thinking of. Um but we as kids loved them. They were awesome. And you know why we loved them and they were awesome because they didn't talk down to us. They promoted, you know, in in some of them truth justice in the American way. They 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 talked good over bad, all that kind of good stuff. And then somewhere, I don't know, in the last 20 years, you know, people collecting them, wanting to talk about them, having arguments about them, living in this weird world of comic books and and prices going through the roof and craziness. You've taken a lot of fun out of it. You know, I mean, holy shit. Whoa. Whoa. Well, I'm about to blow your mind. Ladies and Wait. I might be going to a musical. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. There's a new musical on Broadway. It's called A Beautiful Noise. It is the Neil Diamond Musical. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, we might have we might have to go to the old uh, off Broadway production of that. Superman, yes, yes. The the uh, it's on Broadway now. You can get your tickets. The Neil Diamond musical, A Beautiful Noise. Going. Balborn says, I'd see that. My dad is salivating somewhere right now. Oh, I'm excited as hell. That's awesome. Back to this whole wokeness and this whole idea that we're saying. The idea that, that, that segregation is good. It's not. Oh, wow. You, Braddy Kid, make a trip of it. Me and Mike enjoy it. Okay. Damn right, Arnie. Comics taught me to properly pronounce words like Minahar and... Adamantium, Adamantium, and Nebraska. He hated musicals, but his love for Neil Diamond never waned. Oh, I can only imagine that this is pure gold. It would only be better if Neil was doing it, but I know he's not. But but the idea that comics have now become woke, and we have, you know, people of color, and... And we have trans people, and we have gay characters, and all this. You've taken what what was in the movie Mallrats, and you did it. You did it. If you've never seen the movie Mallrats, it's the scene where Brody, played by Jason Lee, brilliantly, meets his idol, his hero, the man behind Marvel Comics, Stan Lee. And he keeps asking about the sexual uh, organs of superheroes and things like that. And Stan Lee is like, look, man, it's not about that. It's about the love story uh, between Spider-Man and Mary Jane Rottencrotch. It's about that. It's not about the, the sex. Super- Why are we sexing up superheroes? Superheroes don't need to have sex. You know why? Because they're made up. They aren't real. I'm sorry to be a beacon of bad news to you, but they're a part of our imagination. They're a part of our lives in that way. There's no real Iron Man. There's no guy wearing a bat suit fighting crime in a city called Gotham, which is actually New York. Why, why Batman got New York and Superman got Chicago? Because that's what Metropolis is. I don't know why. But everybody wants to sex him up. All right. Well, you've just ruined everything. Congratulations. Can't wait to see, you know, kids reading about people fucking in the comic books. Assholes. Uh, Let's see. Yes, I have heard about that. Spoken by someone that never saw Marvel swimsuit issue. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, All right. A couple more here. And then, uh, well, we'll just, uh, you know, we'll save that one. Save that one right there. 
Now, if you're if you go to your Starbucks here in the next few days, uh-oh. They're having a red cup rebellion. More than 2,000 employees at 112 Starbucks are set to go on a one-day strike, according to the union, which has been organizing stores for the last year. The union says it's striking to protest the retaliation taken against union supporters nationwide. It's all about protesting what is characterized as the company's refusal to bargain with the union on a first labor deal. There are 264 stores that have voted in favor of union representation, but no contracts yet have been negotiated, even at stores, which voted nearly a year ago. Do I even need to say it? Do I? I I mean, honestly, do do I need to say it? I'll say it. You make coffee. The end. Period. That's all. You make coffee. I don't know why you need to unionize. I guess now burger flippers are going to unionize. Are we going to have donut makers unionize as well? Hairstylists, y'all need to unionize. If I was the manager of one of these Starbucks and one of my guys says, hey, I'm going to be protesting tomorrow, I can't come in, I'd be like, are you scheduled? Yeah. Well, okay, then you're fired. Well, there's no union to protect you. That's what you're, you're, you're striking for, but there's no union to protect you, so I'm going to fire you. Because, you see, as a franchisee, I need to make money. I hire a bunch of snot-nosed punks to arm machines that I have taught how to make the coffee. You see, I did the work. I put the money to buy this franchise. I then, in turn, built this store, marketed this store, and run this store. And if you don't show up, then you're fired. The end. This is a group of people that I haven't picked on enough, I don't think. I, I honestly, I mean, I pick on everybody. I don't think that I have picked on baristas enough in my career. And mainly it's because they don't deserve it. Because they make coffee. And I know coffee is this luxurious thing. Oh my gosh, the roasted herbs. But coffee tastes like shit. All right, I, I'm just going to tell you the truth. You don't get as fat as me by, by eating shit that sucks. And you know how many cups of coffee I've had in my life? None. I sipped it once and I said, Bleh. it's kind of like spinach. I hate spinach. I don't eat it. And Starbucks, come on, all these people that want to say, oh, I, I support the local little guy. You know, oh, I want to I wanna support local businesses and small businesses and that. Yet you're going to Starbucks five times a week when that coffee shop that there's one of is trying to battle for the all-lucrative coffee dollar since we're all coffee-holics now. When did this all happen? 
I've got I've got a, a a great flow going right now. I don't know if I'll take a break because I got a good flow going. When did that happen? When, when did it, when did America love coffee all of a sudden? Because I can tell you this, and it ain't because my parents didn't drink good coffee either. Coffee was never a thing. It just wasn't. Let me see. Uh, guys changing women, changing back to men, getting back. Oh, yeah. Oh, not gay as I ask. Yeah, yeah, totally. I've talked about the de- detransitioning people and how they're assaulted and threatened all the time. It's amazing. I don't go uh, there, do that to their support. Uh, unions just want to take your money. They favor the companies more than the workers as long as they can invest in your pension plan. I didn't go to Starbucks because they supported the riots that destroyed America in 2020. Fuck them. Pizza's better anyway. What are your thoughts on cauliflower? I fucking hate cauliflower. I don't think it should be illegal, though. You can have as much of it you want. I ain't going to eat none of it. Alicia says, I love cauliflower. And there are plenty of... Look, 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 look. People think the taste of Brussels sprouts are good. Y'all are wrong. They're horrible. There's something going on in your brain that tells you Brussels sprouts are good. And there are a lot of people with something in your brain telling you that coffee's good. I can't change you. If I could figure a way to fix you to have my palate, I would fix everybody. Because then there would be so many fewer restaurants to have to choose from. By the way, I have fallen back in love with Fat Burger. We got a Fat Burger over in Garland. Man, oh man, Fat Burger puts on a fucking spread, dude. I got to tell you, thumbs up on the old Fat Burger. That's good shit. They need to reopen the goddamn Fuddruckers and malls here pretty soon. Coffee got popular around the same time as bottled water. Let's talk about this. You know what? We're going to halt the show. We're going to halt the show for a second because I had a story, but I wasn't going to do it. And and, and now that we've gone down this road of coffee and stupidity, I'm going to do it. And this is a story about a guy who I don't really like. I got to tell you, I'm not a big fan of Jason Momoa. I'm just not. Am I jealous that he was banging Lisa Bonet for so long? Oh, absolutely. Positively, 100%. Fuddruckers, you mean buttfuckers? No, I mean Fuddruckers, damn it. Jason Momoa is being slammed in a full-page ad by some damn group that's mad at him. The Center for Organized Research Education, the ad headline, Does Momoa Care About the Planet or Profits? Jason Momoa's new movie, A Slumberland, must have him dreaming if he believes canned water will help the planet. He might make money off cans, but the planet will suffer. The ad directs readers to the website Moronic Momoa. So, he wants people to drink water out of cans. And the breakdown process, I guess, for cans is horrible compared to the breakdown process of plastic. But we got to stop using plastic, right? When did we, as a society, because I'm thinking back when I was a kid. I'm thinking back when I was a kid. And when I was a kid, we didn't know what the fuck bottled water was. We got water. Maybe, maybe 
maybe we had a filter or a pitcher of water that was cool in the refrigerator. But we only got water from two other places. The tap and, let's all say it together, the most glorious water that there has ever been, the the, the hose water. So uh, he got a liquid death sponsorship. I'm not sure. I, he might own that company. I'm not. I, I'm not sure what company it is. Uh, he chopped off his hair in order to raise awareness for harmful usage of one-use plastic bottles, and promoted aluminum canteens as an alternative. Plastic bottles are ridiculous. Bring your canteen, and now everyone is making the aluminum, which is fantastic. So aloha. We're going to keep going. Well, he's the CEO of the company. So, of course, he's doing that to promote profits, and he's going to use his likeness and himself as a, a an unpaid promoter. Well, yeah, I, I would imagine as the CEO, he cares about the profits of that company. Good job to point that out, fucker nut. But this goes back to something else. Was it just one night that I, I woke up and then the next day people were all walking around with bottles of water? I mean, I remember a time in this country when people didn't walk around with bottles of water. They had like, they would have soda, they would have you know, Gatorade because there wasn't 80,000 different energy drinks. We didn't have energy drinks like Red Bull and shit. And, but nobody's walking around with bottles of water. And then all of a sudden, one day, it, like, clicked. And everybody was walking around with bottles of water. And I remember I was doing the morning show one day, and uh, my partner, Scab, the first girl that was engaged to him but then dumped him, which was awesome. Um, but she came to the radio station. And she's like, hey, I'm going to Starbucks. Do you guys want anything? And I go, what's Starbucks? And like two of the people kind of looked at me sideways. And this is 1980, 90, 97, 96, 97-ish. I'm like, what Starbucks? They got Dr. Pepper? I think that's exactly what I said. I said, what's Starbucks? Do they have Dr. Pepper? And she's like, no, it, it's a coffee place. And I'm like, oh, coffee. And she's like, oh, no, they have other stuff like these Frappuccinos, and they're like shakes. I was like, well, I'll try one. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd be happy to try one. She got me like a mocha Frappuccino or whatever. Oh, it was tasty. Not bad. Nothing I want to drink every fucking day of my life. It wasn't bad. But from that day on, Starbucks just blew up even bigger. To where everybody's drinking coffee. Do you know how many podcasts about coffee there are out there? I would imagine a lot. I've never looked it up, but I can imagine a lot. Over coffee. Fucking coffee snobs are the best. Oh, I have to use my own French press. I have to do it like this. Like, it's going to taste like shit. No way you make it anyway. 
Yeah, it, it, Hot Mama says, it's so funny. I was just thinking about the water bottle thing yesterday. I was wondering when they started. Yeah, Gatorade came out in glass bottles originally. Those were the greatest spittoons in the world. Mainly for the simple fact they made the best noise when you spit into them. And they didn't get all stinky like if you left your spitter in the truck or something and it got real hot like it does in Texas. Didn't bother you. You you could dump it out on the side of the street. Good to go. You got a brand new spitter. Talking to somebody who's done that a time or two. But this whole idea that that we're walking around with, oh, we... Was it the health kick that we went on, quote-unquote, back then? I mean, we've been on this Starbucks ride. I, how many billionaire coffee people have we made That that's name isn't Juan Valdez? And, hey, more power to you. To you people that like coffee, that's great. That's great. They've got the world is yours. Have it all. I don't drink it, which means more for you. Now leave my fucking ribeyes alone. So, yes, Jason Mamoa is in hot water for this canned water. By the way, I got to tell you something. I'm just going to tell you. Come here. Drinking water out of a can, that sounds nasty. <laughs> taste all tinny and shit. Blech. Boy, I'll take a hose water any day. I carry a glass water bottle with me. I, I like not being dehydrated. Hey, drink Dr. Pepper. He won't get dehydrated. All you need to know about coffee is, is the most expensive beans are shit out by monkeys. Yes. The the Kupilawas or something like that. The Kapiluas or whatever. They're beans that are eaten by monkeys. And they can't really digest the, the bean. So what happens is it breaks the bean down because the bean is a very, very uh, dense bean. And the acids from their stomach break the, the bean down, but then they poop out the bean whole, and it's broken down a little bit. And then the farmers go and they farm those, and those coffee beans then make the most expensive coffee in the world because they're made out of monkey shit. There you go. Once again, there you go. Water in a Dixie cup or box or gross too. Oh, you know what I hate? I hate those little, you know, to the motherfucker that came up with that that cone, you know, the drinking water cone. The drinking water cone is just it, it, to me, to me that that is the worst form of, of 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 liquid transportation there is. Seriously. You can taste the cheap paper when you drink it. Ugh, it's so bad. I hate when I see that. You know, you got the the little point hanging down, and you pull down on it and take, oh. That's almost as bad as, you remember when you were a kid? Oh, I'm taking you down memory lane today, motherfuckers. Okay, picture yourself. Picture yourself right now. You ready? I'm going to take you to school right now. Elementary school. You get to school. Now, either you're going to have milk, chocolate milk, maybe orange juice. Right? 
Remember them little 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 uh, little paper box things that you had the milk in. You had a you had to pull back and then pull together or pull out to make that little triangle type shape that you would drink. You remember what happened when you fucked that up? Oh, your milk was gonna suck that day. Or if you got one of them bad milks and you opened it good. And you were taking your time with the milk, and the milk was breaking down the, the, the paper, and it became all soggy, and you started, oh, oh, God, oh, God, I thought about that. Oh, God, damn. But, yeah, oh, I hated that. I hated the, 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 the wet-down carton of milk fucking, oh, taste. That was so bad. Milk was never cold enough. Oh, the fluoride our dentist made us use? Oh, it was hell. Yeah, fucking put water in those pla- those those old fucking paper containers. The things we use for milk. Put water in there. If it can hold milk, it can hold water. Starbucks employees going on fucking... Another carcinogen. Paper is a carcinogen? Jesus. What's on sale? Am I be am a Marvel hat? I don't want a Marvel hat. I want a hat that has a letter A. Oh, I got a new letter A hat coming. Very excited about it. New Appalachian State hat. It's got big letter A on there. That's all that matters. Uh, hey, Raider fans. Raider fans. Oh, do I have bad news for you. But since we were way uh, on the Wayback Machine, water never tasted as good as it did on Hot Summer's Day from the hose. Amen. The the hose was, oh, fluoride's a carcinogen. Okay. Oh, the, ho- the hose water was the best, and you let it run for a couple seconds first because you wanted whatever dirt, bugs, and hot-ass water that started that thing to come out. It cost a nickel, and the rich kids got a dime for chocolate milk. Yeah. What bad news do you have? Well, the the reports are in that you're not going to fire Josh McDaniels because you can't. You can't afford to. This story was written, and it says, despite the nightmare start to the Vegas Raiders tenure, Josh McDaniels was assured by team owner Mark Davis that his job is not in jeopardy. Despite having a 2-7 and seven record, the organization has no choice but to keep him. The cash-strapped Raiders simply can't afford to fire him one year into his four-year contract due to the fact they can't afford to pay him off. Oh, my gosh. This is uh, okay. Let let's see how how smart Mark Davis is. Do you think he gets the Bobby Bonilla? If I'm Josh McDaniels, I go, "Hey, look. You I don't know how much does he make? Let's see. Uh former head coach signed a 10-year deal worth 100 million dollars. Oh, that was that was Gruden. Team still owed him 40 million dollars. That's what they paid him. What are they paying McDaniels? 
They ain't paying him as much as they paid fucking Gruden. I know that. NFL needs to take the team from Mark Davis. No, look, 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 look. Josh McDaniels, you could lose, you, you could get rid of him. If his agent was smart, I would go the Bobby Bonilla route. You you do you break it down just like Bobby Bonilla, where Josh McDaniels will get a million dollar check every year for the next forty years. I love that idea. No way Mark Davis does it, though. He's not smart enough or dumb enough to do it. Stephanie says, I drink Starbucks five days a week, eat Brussels sprouts like candy, and drink a gallon of water a day. Thanks for letting me know why I don't have friends. (laughs) Well, you know, hey, you're a weirdo. (laughs) Yep, so the Raiders are going to still suck. Sorry about that, Raiders fans. I really am. I mean, I I think that's terrible. They've got this brand new stadium in Vegas. They've got a new new city. And it seems like the same old Raiders. Tap water, hot tap water. Ooh, hot tap water. Ooh. (laughs) Only thing I use hot tap water for to clean my damn teeth out. Put a couple of polydents in there. Boy, my teeth look like brand new teeth. Let's see. Where will we go next here? I have a plethora of stories that I can just do. Um, oh, I got to save that guy. That guy's an idiot. Oh, I know what it. Oh, God. We are 48 hours away from the start of what I will say could be the end of soccer. That's right, the World Cup in Qatar. Mm-mm-mm. Breaking news, Taylor Swift is pissed at Ticketmaster. Oh, wait, wait, did, did she come out and say something? Hold on a second, let me, let me, let me refresh. Oof. Oh, those kids in Idaho were killed while they were sleeping. This story keeps getting worse and worse. I'm on Heidi Klum. Nothing on Taylor. Let's see, is it on TMZ? DDG, Kanye, Blueface. Wow. Nothing. Taylor tickets go to $20,000 each. You pay $20,000 to see her, I'm going to kick you in the fucking temple. Uh, let's see. I haven't seen anything yet that Taylor is saying anything, so I'll, I'll keep you up to date on it. Um, the World Cup starts tomorrow or Sunday in Qatar, where I, I hope and pray that the American team is is booted out within, what, is it double elimination? Oh, she made an instant, okay, oh, hey, on Instagram, because that's where everything happens. Let's see, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Swift, there we go. 
No, I'm not seeing anything yet. I don't have anything on the Instagram. Maybe her stories? Okay, now you sent me the story. Okay, there it is. It's in her stories. Well, it goes without saying that I'm extremely protective of my fans. We've been doing this for decades together over the years. She obviously wrote this because it's stupid. I brought so many elements of my career in the house. I've done this specifically to improve the quality of my fans' experience by doing it myself with my team who care as much about my fans as I do. She's taking responsibility? Hmm. It's really difficult for me to trust an outside entity with these relationships and loyalties, and excruciating for me to just watch mistakes happen without no recourse. This is terrible. There are a multitude of reasons why people had such a hard time trying to get tickets, and I'm trying to figure out how this situation can be improved moving forward. I'm not going to make excuses for anyone because we asked them multiple times if they could handle this kind of demand, and we assured them they could. It truly amazes me that 2.4 million people got tickets, but it really pisses me off that a lot of them feel like they went through several bear attacks to get them. And to those who didn't get tickets, all I can say is that my hope is to provide more opportunities for us all to get together and sing these songs. Thank you for not wanting me to, wait, thank you for wanting to be there. You have no idea what that means. Tough shit, we are done selling tickets. You want to see me, it's going to cost $20,000, motherfuckers. What a twat. She, she said nothing. Uh-oh. Yes, hello. This is how you fix it. You give Braddy Kid six tickets so I can pop four of them on there for 95000 apiece. Okay. Problem solved. Everybody's happy. There you go. You figured it out. Figured it out. All right, bye. Bye. Wow. I mean, she didn't say anything. How they're going to fix it. By the way, by, by the two million people got tickets. So was that ten shows? Twenty shows? Where are the rest of the tickets, honey? Wow. Book you, Taylor. Eat my ass. Uh, wow. That's so bad. Who the fuck wants to see her anyways? 14 million people, that's who. That's a lot of words to say sorry, not sorry. Yeah, it is. She should have said, well, at least I'm still getting paid. Sorry, you fuckers. It's so stupid. I mean, I mean, honestly, I can't believe we talked about this earlier in the show, and I'm I'm gonna wrap this this whole Taylor Swift thing up here. Taylor, if you and the people at Ticketmaster are too stupid to figure out that these designated passwords are not going to be shared amongst your fans for a quote-unquote pre-sale, you're dumber than a box of shit. That's it. That's all you are. You're dumber than a box of shit. Millions wanted to see Michael Bolton at one time. Doesn't make her. I never said it. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. 
All I did was answer Hot Mama's question. She says, who the fuck wants to see her anyway? I said, about 14 million people. I didn't say they were right. I must be lost. If there's not... Uh, if there are not any more seats, what are they supposed to do? I don't, I, I, I have, like, today the sale was supposed to start. The, the regular sale was supposed to start today. Did they sell out the entire stadium series? She sold 2 million tickets. If she's doing five shows at Sophie. 100,000 each. That's 500,000 people right there. That's just Los Angeles. Oh, I know you're kidding, Gold. I was just saying. I was just, I was just protecting myself there. Taylor Swift's a fucking cunt. Fuck her. Fuck, I, I hope her new boyfriend cheats on her and gives her fucking... I, 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 you know what? She deserves herpes. I'm just going to say it right now. She deserves herpes. Big one right on her fucking lip. Sounds like they over... I don't know how you can oversell. This isn't a flight where they can offer you like a, a, a later... I mean, in some cities, she's only going to do one show. You can't oversell that. So the World Cup has all these fucking rules in place and things you can and can't do. If you're gay, they're saying, yeah, you can ha- hold hands out in public, but don't, you know, don't make a spectacle yourself. And they thought that they had gotten by by saying beer will be available and the concourse level of all the stadiums where games are getting played. All the European fans were happy as hell to hear that. That was until yesterday when Qatari Royals came down and said, beer that was supposed to call you, cost you about $20 a pint that was going to be limited to four a person? No more. Alcohol sales at the Cutter World Cup Stadium are banned. Supporters will only be allowed to buy beer in fan zones and are limited for uh, this is will only happen in hotels and restaurants. Budweiser, the main sponsor of the game, said, well, this is awkward. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so fantastic. I love, I love it. I cannot wait to see. I can't wait to see this shit show unfold. We all know how crooked FIFA actually is. And I'm sure the games will be fine. I'm sure the athletes will be fine. But, you know, look, these guys are professional athletes. You know, there's going to be chicks there. There's going to be sex happening, and and the Qatari people are not ready for this. Oh, man. You imagine if Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi are dragged into a Qatari jail? Wow. 
Uh, no, it's the set amount for the pre-sale. Okay. I see what you're saying. I get it. So they're only going to sell like a million tickets on the pre-sale and end up selling two million. Okay, I get what you're saying. My bad. So, yes, we will keep track of how the United States team will hopefully lose in the first two games and then be booted out because they decided to put the rainbow flag up instead of the United States flag up. <clears throat> a gay guy makes a winning goal and kisses a teammate caught up in the moment beheading at center court. Yeah. I don't think they like sodomy within their borders. Yeah. Well, they've though, look, they've warned a lot of gay fans. They have warned gay fans. I, look, since they announced this, they started warning gay fans about this. Just saying. If it happens, and, and let's say God forbid it happens, okay? God forbid, but for story's sake and show's sake and entertainment's sake, let's say it happens. I can't wait. I cannot wait. All I got to say is, just remember Brittany Griner. That's all I got to say. Aaron Judge's home run ball is being auctioned. The 60-second home run ball could be yours. After the fan turned down $3 million for the ball. Corey Humans caught the ball on October 4th while seated in the outfield for the Rangers-Yankees game. Yankees tried to fan to convince the ball to give up the ball that night, but he refused to part ways with it. This guy's been living it up, doing all the things that he wants to do. I hope he only gets a million dollars for it. The ball has the potential to become the highest-priced baseball ever sold. Three million plus would be my estimate, somebody says. Oh, shit. I don't want to wish this on Aaron Judge because I like him. I do like Aaron Judge. But how great would it be if it came out that he'd been steroided up after the ball sold? I know he's not. I know he's not. And I, I'm not saying that he ever was. He's a very, very talented baseball player. He deserves the MVP award. He had an amazing season. But wouldn't that be something? How much would this ball be worth then? Hot Mama says, how greedy can you be? He's going to be as greedy as he wants to be. He caught it. Well, these days, the gay flag is more important to minority in the country and much of the core cater to the minority. Yeah, well... It's going to be interesting. I wait, they're going to wear that rainbow flag on the field? If they wear that on the field, boy, I tell you what, they might be in trouble over there. Jail them all. Okay. I was at the game when he hit number 54 this year in New York. Ah, that's cool. I was rooting for him, man. I, I, I like Aaron Judge. I think Aaron Judge is a good ball player. Nothing but good things to say about that young man. It'll be interesting to see what he does this year um, in free agency. Did I, oh, did I have that one? No, I think we did that one 
four, okay. If we didn't, oh well. <laughs> this guy's a fucking idiot. Attendant, oh, shocking. Shock, here we go. Hold on a second here. Well, we, we, we have to take a trip here. Wish I never went to Rocky Top because Tennessee shit. Ain't no people or place worth seeing there. It's just a real thing. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top. She was a real mean bitch. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to win. Everybody! Fuck you, Rocky Top. No national Rocky championship top, for you. Tennessee. Go dogs. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Oof, oof. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Yeah. Stories about a young man, 25-year-old Elijah Darius Scott of Memphis, Tennessee. Young man ended up in Shelby County Jail on Tuesday night. Host of reasons. The alleged victim informed officers that she had agreed to meet the man she only knew as Darius after a tender matchup. And you know what that means. They were matching up for a little bit of the hoopty doopty. Little tender matchup. Hey, girl. What's up? What you doing? Nothing. What you doing? Nothing. Why don't you roll by and pick me up, girl? And then I'll give you something to do. You know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. We know how it all works. She showed up. Mr. Scott entered the passenger side of the car, where he then placed a gun next to her and demanded her phone and money while threatening to shoot her. Panicked, the young woman fled the 2007 Kia Rondo. Oh, that's a classy hoopty. At which point, Mr. Scott drove off, taking with him her iPhone and a purse that had $50 in cash. But that's not where it gets the best. This is where it gets the best. After reporting the incident to police, like any normal sane human being would do, the victim said Mr. Scott texted her and offered to sell the car back to her for $500. I don't know how they caught him, if they triangulated the cell phones or if they set up a meeting. $500, all right, well, I'll meet you there. And then the police probably... <laughs> Maybe he texted, I don't know, his girlfriend or somebody. I, I don't know, but... Uh... 
Victim said text her and offered to sell her car. I don't know how she got the text. It doesn't say how she got the text in here, but. Oh, you know what? Maybe maybe he texted her through Tinder and she got it on her uh, her, her her computer. Maybe her Tinder profile was up there and that's where he texted her. I mean, it's just plain stupidity. <laughs> yeah, I'll meet up with you. Okay. Hey, you didn't tell police, did you? No, of course not. I knew you were going to call me and offer to sell me my car back for $500. I thought instead of getting a little bangity-bangity, I, I want to pay $500 for a car I already own, and it's not even worth $500 because it's a Kia Rondo. What a dipshit. God damn. We deserve a better class of criminal. Great story to report here. Um, let's see. Where did this happen? Oh, it happened in L.A. Uh, Harry Styles was hit in the face with a Skittle. He was hit in the eye. He was hopping around stage at the Kia Forum and thanking the audience for closing out the show with his song, Kiwi. When multiple small circular objects were thrown toward the stage, at least one hit the singer who can see holding his left eye. He shook off the hit and continued to wave and thank the audience. Why can't somebody throw something good up on stage? Like, how bad do you want to be there at a concert? And you see the lead singer, he's saying goodnight to everybody, and people are throwing like panties. I want to see somebody cook with a fuck, hit with a full cooked ham. How great would that be to see? Harry Styles, oh, blimey, thank you. What heck? I was hit with a bloody ham. He got ham juice all over the place. <laughs> How stupid am I? <laughs> Who would take a fucking ham to a concert? <laughs> you know, I'm going to throw this in Harry's tiles. What are you throwing? I'm throwing cooked ham. I mean, do you have to use one of those bags you get at Costco to keep the hot stuff hot and the cool stuff cool? And how did you get it past security? No, we're going to be snacking on this ham all night. It's a full cooked ham. Just one Skittle? What color? Oh, I don't know. It, it, it does, They were all gray. How about a bratwurst with all the fixings? See, that's a waste of bratwurst. See, I'm not a big fan of cooked ham. You can even throw it up there and you put that orange marmalade on there and throw that up there and have, whack him in the head with it. I, I, let me say this right now. If I ever read the headline, and it doesn't have to be Harry Styles, but we'll use him here. Be any singer, any performer. Harry Styles hitting the head with cooked ham. I will retire from broadcasting because there will never be a story that could ever top that, that a lead singer was hit in the head at a concert with a cooked ham. 
No, not the world's biggest fan of ham. I just, it, 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 just not. I, I like bologna a lot better. A water bottle to the junk and a skittle to the eye. He should put up chicken wire. Or he should just toughen up and cover up all those shit tattoos he has. God almighty. What a what a pud knocker he is. Oh good, Lindsay Lohan's coming back making a new movie for Netflix called Falling for Christmas. Don't need to see that shit. Oh, I like bacon. I like bacon enough. I'm not crazy bacon like all these people are crazy bacon people. Look, I'm a I'm a big fan of swine. I love pulled pork. Pulled pork is is awesome. Bacon's great. Sausage. I will kill for ribs, but I'm a bigger beef guy. I like the pork. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not just not a not a huge. It started with that orange marmalade. My parents used to make it, and they would put that shit in. I and I just I couldn't stand it. I just couldn't stand it, and I'm I'm still not a big fan. I can top that story. Man dies in wood chipper. See video. Very true. I mean, we did have a guy fall into a wood chipper recently. Remember, it happened in the Bay Area. A guy fell in there. There was no video, though. The, the, the video would have to be there to make me. I, I don't know if I'd retire from that, but that would be the greatest death. I, I couldn't do any more death stories after that. Uh, what about ribs, pork or beef? Yes, both. Oh, I love beef rib. Beef ribs, I had beef rib last week or a week and a half ago when I went to Hutchins. But I will kill some pork ribs. I probably like pork ribs better than I like beef ribs. I do like beef ribs a lot, though. But, yeah, pork ribs, that's the way to go. That is the way to go, usually. You can flavor them a lot better than you can meat, I think. But that's just me. Um, when you're stupid and you know what, clap your hands. <laughs> what a stupid ass. A woman has been detained in Minsk after she posted two pictures on a Tinder page showing her at a protest rally against the country's leader, the dictator Alexander Lukashenko. The unnamed woman, a manager at a logistics company, was seen wrapped in a red and white flag of free Belarus. Though the protest took back, it was back in 2020. It recently triggered a complaint which led to her being held by the feared Belarusian KGB secret services. She was arrested because she was at a protest wearing a free Belarus flag. Now talk some shit about America, why don't you? How we let people rob and loot and do everything and get away with it. Well, unless it's the capital and they're Republicans and then it's an insurrection. But these peaceful protests have, we let them, fuck, nothing happened. This gal is just standing there wearing a flag, and she gets arrested two years later. And by the way, 
What do you think was going to happen, dummy? You put up a picture of you at a protest. Protests are illegal there because you don't live in America. Stupid. I swear to God. I, I, it really just can't get much dumber, can it? I, I keep asking, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, okay, last story here. Wow, this guy, this guy's a big deal. Dr. Oliver Branford, 49-year-old uh, British doctor who is known beyond London as the leading social media influencer in the plastic surgery world. Now, look, when it comes to plastic surgery, I would only treat, I would, it, first of all, I don't get it. I don't know why. Look, the, I, I understand the boob thing. I get that one. I get, I, I, I get that one. I don't get butt lifts. Tummy tucks, I understand. The liposuction. I, they, there's a few plastic surgeries I can get. If you got a big old honker and you want a new nose, okay. But, I mean, this blowing up of the lips. You know, there, there are guys that use fucking, you know, muscle implants in their triceps and biceps. It makes them look like they're jacked, but they ain't strong. But, but it, it, and if you do do any plat, do do. If you have any plastic surgery done, please get it from done from a reputable source. Maybe this guy. We'll see. We'll see if he's a reputable source or not here in a minute. If somebody wants to do plastic surgery on you, like like injecting uh, filler, collagen, whatever like that and they live in the apartment down the hall from you, I would suggest that you you not do that one. That's what I would suggest. That's just my personal recommendation. Maybe you go see what it's about. Maybe they actually have a doctor there, and they have extra samples of it at the office, and they bring it home, and a doctor applies it. Still, I don't know why you didn't go to the doctor's office, but that's a whole different story. Um, the good doctor allegedly encouraged emotional attachment with patients, showered them with compliments, sent them many sexually explicit messages and images, which included nude photographs of himself and shared details of his sexual fantasies. Now, that would be pretty odd to get from your doctor. <laughs> Have a consultation with him. You're going to do a boob job, and all of a sudden, next day, he texts you, Hey, how you feeling? You excited for the boob job? Yes, I am excited. And he sends back a text, Me too, and he's fully erect. Well, it turns out that not only was he doing that, he was having sex with the patients as well. Um, he had sex with a patient at the clinic after seeing photos of the perfect new breast he gave her. 
Another sexual encounter with a third patient at the clinic while she was still recovering from enhancement surgery, and it was not clinically uh, advisable. He admitted to all but four of the 18 charges against him when he appeared in front of the uh, malpractitioner's tribunal service. That's never good when you have to go to a tribunal. The word tribunal, it it, it just instills fear. Yeah, I got to go to a tribunal today. Oh, fuck. You know the world is getting dropped on you. I would hazard a guess he's not reputable. I would say he's he has soiled his reputation a bit. Um, fashion model referred to as patient A contacted him about having a breast reduction due to her back and her shoulder pain. Um, she told Brantford she suffered from body dysmorphia, depression, and anxiety, and he hated the way or. And hated the way she looked. He responded by saying he could fix her and make her love her body. Over the time, the messages became more flirtatious, telling the woman that he loved her body and that he wanted to, her to become his muse so he could paint her. They had sex twice during a consultation. The tribunal heard about the second patient, a married woman referred to as patient B, who wanted breast reduction. God. He sent her a text. I am French, so sensuality is good. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh-huh. Would you like to see my penis? Uh-huh. Yeah, he lost his job. He is no longer a practicing <laughs> plastic surgeon. Man, oh, man. That's so fantastic. Yes, hello, ladies. How are you? Yes, oh, I'm married, but uh, I'm a doctor, and I'm French. Wee oui, wee. Oui. A (laughs) poo-poo. All right, that is going to do it for us today and this week here at ArnieRadio.com. We will be back on Monday. Next week, short week. Only shows on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday due to Thanksgiving. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. This weekend, it's Friday. You've made it. Maybe people are already showing up in town. Maybe the eggnog is already flowing. Maybe we're partying down. If so, get yourself an Uber, get a Lyft, get yourself a cab, get home safe. Want you back here on Monday. Until then, y'all have a great weekend. And, whoa, the screen moved and there's somebody at my front door. Adios, everybody. First thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and the youngin's dream of growing up to ride. On a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I'm bound, no one could change my mind but Mama tried. On an only rebel child, from a family meek and mild, my mama seemed to know what lay in store. Spite of all my Sunday learning, toward the bed I kept on turning till mama couldn't hold me anymore. And I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole. No one could see me right, but mama tried, mama tried, mama tried.
tried so very hard to finish you Working hours without rest Wanted me to have the best She tried to raise me right but I refused And I turned to Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.